Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is the Some Sort of Gaming Podcast. Today is July 19th. We got a great show for you today. We all seen Geralt of NVIDIA build a gaming PC, and I wasn't here last week, and then BAFTA put up some strange standards for their reward system for video games. Uh, and we will talk about other things, but before we get started, Zeldrick, what's you been doing? Uh, well, <clears throat> Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, did some VR stuff, more Final Fantasy fourteen, um, and then, uh, before getting into the meat of it that, uh, Lady and I can discuss about, um, I, uh, I played a ch good chunk of Assassin's Creed Odyssey on my own, um, and it was more relaxing to explore everything and do some of this stuff like just on my own so that was nice but um did get through get to some very very uh uh cool parts in odyssey some um brutal stuff in odyssey but then um uh with uh with vr i did a little bit of vr on stream and that was uh until you fall um, I only did like one session that was about an hour and a half or so. Um, and I only did that because, uh, with, um, the new work being more physically active, um, I figured that I would do that on stream before starting the, um, the Final Fantasy 14 shit. Um, so that way I'm not like just always dead tired and, uh, just decompressing for like four days straight um three actually three three days straight and um uh then um the uh final fantasy 14 mount farm party was um we moved on to dragons i'm not sure if i actually mentioned that with uh the group the uh the Zisword server that i run this for um, but uh we were running uh stormblood primals for a very long time and then we got to towards the end of it, and I do a voting system of what people want to do. Uh, so then we we started moving on to dragons, the Shadowbringer stuff, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I didn't really have a doubt with these people um, of how well they were doing uh, going to do. Um, but there was one person that actually no was he there last time. I think he was uh yeah um but anyways i have a i have a good group that learns pretty fast and then is efficient um then we uh they all learn their efficiency um at the more we run it so um but uh so yeah bouncing back and forth between shadowbringers and stormblood stuff um leveling white mage very off and on i finally finished ninja and God, that <laughs> the only thing I can say is that the ninja opener is extremely hard to get used to with muscle memory. Um, and then uh, Ghost of Tsushima happened, and um, I decided to not pre-order it because I figured there was no there was no reason to pre-order it um, since I was buying a physical copy, um, and. Uh, it's, uh, you wanted a movie experience, like, this is, 
as much of a movie experience you're going to get in video game form. And I say this in the uh, everybody's first reaction to a description like that with no context is like um, a David Cage game or Life is Strange. And it's like, no, it's just it visually. It's just uh, I don't I, I Productions is going to be able to help me out with this, but cinematography is on point with this game and my first session playing it like for seven hours i played it in the quote kurosawa mode and it was everything that i wanted i took a bunch of screenshots i did some video footage um and uh you can get some of my um a taste of me dusting off my video editing skills on twitter but um, I decided to, after that, uh, play it a tiny bit on my own with the colors. And wow, those colors are fucking phenomenal. Like, I put it into, like, dramatic, what is it called? Dramatic contrast with the colors. And it's fucking gorgeous. Uh, it, both of those modes are its own um, experiences. And uh, I'm playing this on hard mode, so, like, the fighting is more realistic when it comes to hits. Um, I, uh, people are just gonna have to trust my word when I say this, like, it, like, yeah, like, you take a lot of damage, but it's not like the enemies have more health, it just feels more of, like, a samurai movie because of it. Um, cause like y- you could die in a couple of hits, three hits, they die in a minimum of three hits, um, more armor means more hits, whatever. Um, but, uh, uh, before I even continue on, um, like, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to stop explaining right there. So that, that was pretty much my week. Um, I, uh. I didn't really do any gaming off time, um, and, uh, I guess the only thing I could say that's, like, more of a, it's not personal, but, like, uh, I was reflecting on, like, because somebody in my chat was, um, thinking, or was saying that, like, uh, we got into this discussion of making a regimen for yourself, like, what makes your, um, what will make your day better. And I realized that uh, just taking a moment for yourself is very handy when, um, especially, I don't know if it's especially for me, but um, just taking a moment when for myself, I'm on, I'm in front of a screen for most of my day that taking a moment to go outside and like drink coffee or just relax. And I guess, decompress or is probably not the right word but like just to be away from everything it is it does a lot to you um or not a lot to you it does a lot for you um so um yeah so i was reflecting on that uh but that is the end of my week what about you lady infamous um since uh we can tag on about the same game what have you been up to I played uh I played Ghost of Tsushima as well. I played Kurosawa mode and I, I I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um 
I love the aesthetics of the black and white mode. And it really gives me the sense that I'm watching a movie as well. Um, got a lot of flack on Twitter about that. Um, people were debating on the color and how it looks versus the 2018 version, which it didn't matter to me because I was going to play anyway. And I was going to let, you know, people tell me, oh, you should play color when I really wanted to play black and white. Wait, so what so do you, um, what, what do you mean by like versus the 2018 version? What does that mean? Um, people saying that the 2018 version, like the, what we first saw of Ghost of Tsushima was basically a downgrade compared with what we saw footage more recently. And um, so when I decided, so when I was going to play, I was like, if I could, I would play the first half in color and then the second half in black and white so I can get both perspectives. Um, I don't think the game did not give me a choice, so I had to choose. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go with what I wanted to play, which was black and white. And, you know, People was like, oh, the black and white mode is trash. You should have got the color. Plus, you need to compare the you need to compare the colors to what it is right now compared to what you saw a couple of years ago. And I'm like, I'm not worried about that because, one, I'm not the only one that's playing Ghost of Tsushima. So uh, one of my homegirls, she's playing it. And she playing it on uh, Samurai Cinema. And she's playing it on her 4K uh, TV and PS4 Pro. So... She, her shit looking clean. So, compared to my my 1080p, I'm I'm enjoying it. I I love the exploration aspect. I love the RPG elements about leveling your character and your stance, and you have to learn how to parry. I'm looking at everybody's online little uh, uh samurai garments and stuff, and I'm like, I've got the I got the like village garb, um, but. I I I couldn't I didn't only put like a couple of hours in so I would what I'm gonna do next time I, I play I'm gonna do north south east and west so what I do when I do those type of streams um, I just pick a direction and I just go and I go all the way around so I can not necessarily just jump right into the story mode but I want to explore and see what I can be able to level up my character as much as I can based on my exploring. So, um, I, uh, I need to ask something because I don't know if everybody else is confused about this, but you're getting flack about how it was the, how it looks worse now than it did before. Even like if it's not in black and white, it still looks worse. And you're talking about the colors, correct? Yeah, um, Twitter's stupid. Well, yeah, Twitter's, Twitter's really always stupid. dumb. Twitter's, Twitter's <laughs> always dumb. Um, so, so, uh, so when, yeah, so when I when I posted my, when I posted my black and white clip, they're like, I had a I had a guy tell me that black and white is the trash mode, and I'm like, but that's what I want. That's what I want to play. Uh, someone didn't understand the mode, so I calmly educated the gentleman about what was Kurosawa mode, and. I had a couple of people slide in my DMs like, oh, so you're just going to play it on, on the basic ass mode when you as a content creator supposed to be like, oh, you're supposed to play this in color so we can so we can see from your perspective what color is. And I'm like. What kind of what kind of fucking comment is that so we can tell what your like judgment of color is? What? Yeah. Um, 
And so if I mentioned it, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it when I was talking about it, but there is a dramatic contrast mode when you have it in color, which makes all of the colors pop out more. Like, okay. and it's not like um, totally oversaturated or uh, saturated or anything. It's just I, I so I made sure to turn it off and turn it on to see what the differences were. When you turn it off, like it looks standard, like the, all the colors look standard. It doesn't look dry. It doesn't look faded or anything like that. It just it's just normal standard colors. You change that that um that contrast mode to dramatic the colors pop out in the correct way like um did you ever get to that village that was um that had uh, all the golden trees no okay um <laughs> so like for everybody else that's out there um like this is a perfect example of what this of what it does if you go into that village um and uh and you start looking around like you see like a bunch of darks because there's a big tree to your right there's a cut there's a bunch of people there's some like buildings and temples like to your left and in front of you but if you move forward and you like look or look a little bit up into or and around you see the light shining in and when the light shines in through the trees the yellow really really stands out and it's not like blinding or anything. It's just it's more striking, like like exactly what saturation is supposed to do or like a higher contrast of like the colors like it. it it's supposed to bring out more of the color, but it doesn't do it in a way that like blinds your eyes and makes your eyes vomit color. Like, it does it really, really well. So if everybody's complaining, like, man, you're playing on bitch trash mode, like, where's all the colors? Like, you have an yes. option in the settings to put it in a better color mode that's separate from HDR, which is, I, like... I, I just I just like the aesthetics. I, I like old older movies. Yeah. You know? Like... So I, I wanted to... I, like, I can always play a game in color. I can yes. always... I can always play a game in color, you know? But for them to take their time out to put in this mode when they really didn't have to, because uh, uh, Samurai Cinema was fine, like fine, you know, for the standard. Yeah. But for the people that want a different experience, they took out their time and put that mode in there. Why not do them justice and play it in that mode? So the um, those comments are like people that have not even watched Samurai Cinema, like old the back from exactly kurosawa or very old japanese cinema and also people that had, don't appreciate the early days of film with film grain and like the a, entire reason why people have like rose tinted glasses for like all of the really old stuff and i i mentioned a negative moniker to the old stuff but i mean like it's the draw of going back to the old days of what you liked about old films and that's what they give you so it's not just oh it's black and white the film grain does a lot for the game too the extra black and white adds a lot to it so well, i mean that's kind of oh. one of the uh um inadvertent casualties of like 
basically having different aesthetics. Some people are going to think it's great and some people are going to think it's trash and just exactly you know, on the internet. You're going to hear both. So you're going to hear both. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, all those, everybody needs to learn a fucking example of just because you don't like it doesn't mean you have to enforce like your opinion that is correct on somebody else. Like if somebody's going to say, Hey, the Mona Lisa looks like fucking trash. You should think that the Mona Lisa looks like trash too. It's like, well, what? No, like you can't do that to people. That's Sorry. why it's called My an opinion, not a fact. Exactly. My rant's over. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. What else did I play? Um, I played the, I, I could finish the last of us too. Oh yeah. <sighs> Best game 2020. Hell no. The joke of us too. The ass uh, of us too. <laughs> the ass of us too. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I wrote. I did a review on this. Uh, because they they, they fucked. Okay. I'm <laughs> uh, gonna put this. Um, I'm not trying to be like. I don't want to like overdo it. But um, they they did not give Joel give us the chance to mourn Joel. Um, because spoilers, jeez. They, you don't know at the end of the first one right he was yeah, yeah. okay i think what I happened really i i you don't care no no it's fine <laughs> i really didn't care that you spoiled that it's like, I, I didn't even remember oh, oh, if he okay. was alive or dead okay no problem um his, his what happened to him was justified because what i did like about naughty dog they let us think about the decisions that we make in the past determines what we do in the future. What I don't like it from the game is the plot armor, the manipulation of forcing us to get into these characters that we barely even know. And they made Ellie, I mean, Ellie was supposed to be stronger and towards the end of the game, to me, she was weak. AF. Uh, I sympathize more with Abby's uh, Abby's story than Ellie, which is bad because I'm just telling you, man, there was plenty of time. I'm just saying there were plenty of times that Ellie just did what she had to do and she did other things and logically I couldn't deal with it. I will have to pause the game plenty. A few times in the game, like, why would she do this? Why would she do that? Why would Abby do this? Why would Abby do this? Oh my God. And it was like, I don't mind scavenging to upgrade my character, but when you have to do it twice in the span of 25 hours, it gets boring. It's not fun. It, it, it was like a social Whoa, that was a complete game. change of like pace right there you said <laughs> you were talking about like the store uh, the character development and then all of a sudden you were talking about gameplay <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just everywhere it's everywhere it's everywhere do I think it's game of the year no if you if you want to know why I'll, I'll put out something later I'm not gonna like put like a 20 minute analysis here on the show but it ain't game of the year. Uh, what else I was playing? I played some Call of Duty. I got my M13 Gold, which I'm very proud of. And then we on to the FNL. Uh, we're, I think we're playing with the Foul right now. And we're getting that gold. Um, play a little Warzone. 
played a little multiplayer, had guys like Rage. I love when I play hardcore because when you shoot them, you can for a split second you can hear the reaction of your opponent that you just shot. So every once in a while, I'll go shoot some. I'll I'll shoot an opponent, and you can hear it's like, oh shit, what the fuck? No, like a, a like a split second, and I can just be like, yes, yes. And um, last what else did I play this week? Last but not least, I played RimWorld. I think I'm on ninety hours on that game. Mm. Uh, 90. It's a long time. It is a long time. Let me. 93 hours. Oh. Yo, but I. Attic. I, I'm. I will. I mean, attic. I'd rather be an attic for this game, amongst other things in this world. Um, We finally got every. Like, materials that we need to build the ship and get out of here. I have. An issue because I have a crash ship that's radiating um, poison through my through the foliage, which means that I'm yielding um, I'm yielding like fruits and vegetables less, which means I'm getting less meals. I'm transferring all my regular meals to packaged survival meals because they don't need to be refrigerated. Um, I'm adding more defenses on my base because as soon as I finish the base. And I turn on the re- the ship reactor. It's gonna be like a pulsating, a, a pulsating vibe all over the world. And I'm gonna for the next fifteen in game days. I'm getting waves and waves of enemies. It could be mechanoids. It could be bugs. It could be raiders. It could be fifty pigeons. But I have to prepare for that. You ever gotten so, killed by fifty sounds, pigeons? That, that, that sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> like I'm getting killed by pigeons. Well, I've seen her fight you like a lot of rabbits before. So I mean, if they not if they not prepared, two of the two of them three rabbits, they're gonna knock you down. So <laughs> that I'm, sounds so ridiculous. Dude. <laughs> but it's true. No, but the way that uh, how it's like described. <laughs> what i mean it's you just ain't, if you ain't prepared them two rabbits going I, I, i'm pretty sure like when you're at, in practice it's it's bad but then when sure. you're like listening to this story it's just, yeah, story. I, it just sounds completely ridiculous um but it's 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 the god on the truth and also this is the furthest i ever got in this game so i had to go to caravans and go get plus steel and i had raiders just Came and ju- came out of nowhere with bows and arrows, and so right now I'm making sure that we are set up like the the camp, the base. That if they gonna want for these 15 days, if they gonna want to kill us, they gonna have to come for us. And when they come for us, they gonna get traps. They gonna get turrets. I'm I'm putting traps everywhere in in and around the base. I'm putting turrets up. I'm making sure we have enough food. I'm making sure we have armor ready. All that's gonna be done before I hit that ship reactor button. Make sure everybody got guns. All of that. Is um uh, Jay Sharpie still out there being a thought? Everybody being a thought. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I, I I I rescued this girl named Cat. Right. So I brought Cat to the base. I was married to Kaminari. Kaminari is having an affair with me, with Cat, and I'm like. You're still married to Sway. Zeldrick and Sharpie are still divorced. Yimmy T is in the cut. 
Um, <laughs> that sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> Keisha, Keisha is getting old because when she first started the game, she had she I put brown hair on her. Now she got gray, so she's getting older now. So every time she needs extra attention, she's always dropping, or she's always tired, or she's always dropping her gun. Um, What's your boy Unsheath doing though? He's killing it. I know. You don't got to say much more. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, Unsheath is mining right now because we're trying to get the traps on point and we don't need wood. Wood will be weak. So we need like granite or marble or something like that. And everybody, every time I talk to people about RimWorld, everybody looking at me stupid. Like, Y'all never played Prison Architect? Y'all ain't never played Sims? It's the same thing. And I would say it's a little bit different. Like if you it's just, hard I, as if fuck. somebody try to describe like what's like happening Dwarf in Fortress, their game right? with the Sims, it would not sound anywhere near as ridiculous as what you just said. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then it's like everybody thotting it up. It's like if, if if someone is having sex with someone else, there's like a debuff, and then that particular person gets it's moody for a while if there's people that be like flirty with other people then they reject them and they get a debuff but for example if you're married and you stay in the same room and you got hearts all over your bedroom you get like a buff of 20 or 25 oh i'm married to such and such it's my buff you know what i mean so right now it's just i gotta i gotta get defenses up i gotta kill the that poison ship that's making my crops bad and doing my defenses and making sure we're getting ready to build this. Because I got everything I need, like the gold, the the things to make, the components, the advanced components, the plus steel. I have everything ready, like material-wise, to make sure we can get up out of here. But if we can't survive these 15 days, these 93 hours will be for nothing. So I'm trying to prepare. So that's what I did all week. What you doing, Chief? Um, my week wasn't like... That's interesting. I didn't get attacked by a horde of rabbits. So um, I was basically like I got to play two games, one of them significantly more interesting than the other one. Um, but that was about it in terms of gaming. Um, the first one I got to play was uh, Hidden Through Time, which if you guys have, if you guys remember, you might have saw me playing it on stream at some point. But there's a game called like Hidden Figures where it's just like this massive like little characters all over the map and they give you it's a hidden object game you got to go figure out you know find this person or that person or this object or whatever on these massive like um screens of characters and objects and stuff like that um hidden through time is kind of like well let me just say first off hidden figures i don't know if the same company makes them but hidden figures is like all black and white but hidden through time was kind of like it's like a color version um, where all the everything was in color, all the characters were different, and they had different like scenarios you'd be trying to find objects in. Like one of them was like a Viking scenario, one of them was like uh, kind of Egyptian, one of them was cavemen, stuff like that. And there was about five levels per, um, we'll call them X, five levels per act, um, where they were increasingly more difficult trying to find objects. Um, but it is a super basic game, really. Like I said, realistically, all it is is you have across the bottom of the screen this list of things you have to find if you hover over the object or person or whatever it gives you kind of like a slight hint um like you know something might be like oh this thing 
likes high places. So you might like look up in trees and stuff like that to see if you can find it. Um, so I'll give you a slight hint. And once you finish finding everything, you kind of move on to the next, uh, next level in the act. Um, and it's, it's, it has like a little cute aesthetic things. Like, um, most of the sounds that people make are clearly like somebody just making them the sounds with their mouth and like recording it. So like, it might be somebody going like, mm, or something like that, or like making, you know, if they growl, <laughs> like a human growling sound or something like, Arr. it's just ridiculous, completely stupid, but it's super charming. Um, I guess it's an easy way to say budget cause it's totally a small indie game. Um, but yeah, so ended up playing through that basically went through the entire game, ended up getting the DLC after that. And then, uh, I haven't played the DLC yet, but, um, beat that game. It literally took me maybe like maybe two and a half hours to beat the whole game. So, um, nothing too crazy. Uh, that was just one of those things where one night I just was kind of like, I need something to play. And, uh, I just, you know, just found a game that like, for some reason or another, a couple of weeks back when I tried to play it in that same sort of situation, the game just wouldn't run. But for whatever reason, I don't even think it got an update or anything, whatever reason last week it ran. So I just went and played that. So that was cool. Um, but the other one, which Zeldrick might, uh, have something to say about was I played mortal shell, um, which they had a beta available. I don't even know if the beta's over. I swear I downloaded the game and played it after the beta was done. Um, or maybe it was on the last day, but for some reason the next day it was still available, available. So they might be just leaving it up as a demo versus a beta or something like that. But, um, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like a, uh, souls type game, you know, kind of punishing in terms of like, uh, you're going to die a bunch and it takes like some, uh, there's like a lot of exploration and there's a lot of like uh trial and error in terms of like fighting enemies and figuring out what their weaknesses are, when you can attack, when you can't attack, like when you can parry, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it was something that I wanted to try specifically because like I'm, I've been in the past on multiple occasions, I've tried to figure out why is it that I don't really like latch on to souls type games, which I know they're like punishing, but in a lot of cases, like a hollow Knight or something like that, I'm all about like, the punishment. So I'm like, why don't I like these games? Not, I don't dislike them, but like, why do I not want to like play them as much as other people seem to? Um, but this one, I actually like, I ended up going through the entire game, the entire game and the entire like beta, which it took me about four and a half hours or something like that to, uh, beat it. Um, but it was, it's pretty badass. Like in terms of, uh, I think, I think the thing that really stood out to me pretty much right from the beginning was the fact that like, it had this um, hardening system, which essentially allowed you to, you can harden yourself and it'll basically, you'll take zero damage for whatever attack hits you while you're hardened. And it's only for one attack really, as far as I know. Um, but I liked it because you can like, you can do harden at almost any, well, I think it might be any time. Like you could do it in the middle of an attack, like in the middle of dashing or dodging or whatever. So it kind of makes it a defensive and offensive strategy at the same time which i don't know if i've ever really seen anything like that before it's actually pretty cool usually it's like it'll stop you in the middle of whatever you're doing so that it becomes specifically just defense but like you can totally like swing on somebody and hit them and like you know they might it won't actually stun them so they'll continue with their attack but you can harden like after you hit them and stuff like that so it almost becomes 
part of your offense too. And I like that a lot. Like, and it actually was like super interesting just roaming around and like the enemies are like, some of them seem kind of basic, like the, just kind of sort of the, the grunts of them. the basic kind of characters were pretty basic and easy to, to defeat. But like a lot of the enemies, once they started getting like bigger and stronger and stuff like that, it was kind of, it was just kind of interesting figuring out what, like what their patterns were, what the best attacks were to beat them and stuff like that. And, um, and even the boss, the boss was like, I think the boss might've taken me at least like eight or nine or 10 tries or something like that. But it was actually fun trying to figure out what worked and what didn't work for him. So I think it's, it's actually interesting because it like, I think it might've sort of renewed my interest in trying to play a souls game at some point, which I'll most likely start with Bloodborne or Mortal Shell. I think it comes out in August or September or something like that. So it's not that far off. Um, but I think I might. What about that? What about that? Um, yeah, the the ten dollars souls like game that I posted on Discord a while a little while. Talk about that the one with the little anime girl. Yeah. Uh, no, I watch you play that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten dollars and yeah, it's overwhelmingly okay. positive. Yeah, I think I'm okay. I don't know. I was looking at the aesthetics of that, and I'm like, uh, I might get, I might find this to not be charming pretty quickly. I don't know, but. I mean, already the, the other thing is though, I own like three of them at this point. So I have like, I have Bloodborne, I have think Dark Souls 2, and I have uh, Sekiro, and I have Neo. So I have like four of them already. So I could, I could easily play one. All of those, as far as I know, are really good games from what I've seen and heard from people. So um, I'd have like a good base to start with if I wanted to just play. And I played even Bloodborne before as well with Zeldrick. So that might be the easiest one to just kind of start with. Um, I actually, with I don't Zeldrick know. Zeldrick, well. you thought, people said kind of like Sekiro was just okay, right? Yeah, that was my opinion. Um, Sekiro was okay. Um, and that uh, it is, ex- I find it difficult to compare it to a Souls game. So Yeah, so maybe um, that's not like the place to start, but. It's not. It's yeah, definitely not the place to start. Then, but I'm just interested in general in like you know seeing if i could actually play through one of these games like completely like see if i have like the uh if i have if i have the staying power to actually make it through the whole thing because i did definitely like um as i was playing it one of the things i did recognize was i was okay with the whole mechanic of dying and having to start over the level um and then collecting your souls i think it was glimpse though in this game um but I think that might have only been because I didn't have to backtrack too far. And I guess I don't know specifically for a lot of soul games. Is there the potential that like when you die, you're going to have to backtrack like crazy? Or is that kind of like the point of bonfires and stuff like that is to make it so that you don't have to backtrack super far? Um, So I don't know. I guess we'll see when I try it. I'll play. I think I'm going to play Bloodborne. But um, other than that, all it's been is for me really is a. Uh, a lot of editing and posting like videos on YouTube. So, um, and a little bit of work too. I actually had to go back in the office again last week for, I think it was only, it was only like four hours or something like that. But again, for something that was sort of mission critical. So we had to just jump in real quick and do that. And we might have to do it again once this week, but other than that, yeah, that's been my entire week. How's, how's your week been Sharpie? My week. Oh, well, I will say like my past two weeks since I was in here last week, well, I reformatted my computer because I was like, I think it's time because I, I noticed like 
some things are not running well. So I completely, you know, reformatted my entire computer, had to reinstall a bunch of things. And it it feels great uh it, like having like a a fresh a fresh install of your, of windows and everything and all that um however uh there are some things that i feel like oh shoot i for, i might have forgot to back up but you know that's that's i guess that's a thing with reformatting your computer um but other than that uh i Good. Luckily, I have all my games installed into another drive, so I didn't have to reinstall those. And I started playing, or I continue playing Dishonored 2. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, this game is way too hard on the hardest difficulty to not get spotted or, um, or, or to not kill anybody. And so, like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I still don't want to kill anybody, but if somebody dies on accident, like, I'm just gonna let let that be for now. And I'm at the point where it's like, if I if if I get spotted, I don't fucking care anymore, right? Like, I I know I have like five or six more missions to do, and I'm at um where I stopped was there was this puzzle, this this puzzle that I looked uh, that I was reading, and I was like. Oh shoot, this is hella hard. Like it gives you like this huge like two paragraphs of like words, right? And then it's like this logic puzzle where you're like looking left or uh, like like okay, well if this person's wearing red and this person's holding this at, is sitting at this spot, right? From left to right. Um I have to like and I have to figure out like who's who and who's sitting where and who's holding what, right? And yeah, and then like in the in the game it gives you like this uh, the these little um, you know those those number locks where you you have to like scroll, uh, it's kind of like those, or the names of the people from left to right, and then like whatever they were holding uh, from left to right, like right underneath the names, and it took me almost an hour to figure it out. Like I was just staring at this, par- like these two paragraphs. Charts? I didn't know about it until like. 40 minutes in and I was like oh my god this is so hard if I, and then I looked at I, I look I tried to see if there's like an answer to this because I was spending way too much time on it and it turns out that this is like a level of an LSAT test yeah, and I was I like yeah and I was like oh my god this is hell uh, yeah and then so so I ended up so and then apparently somebody made this little um this little grid chart thingy and then like he says, well, yeah, yeah so like use about, this. Like the chart that you use to solve those type of logic puzzles. Yeah, so I so I ended up using that and then like yeah, I, I spent like 30 minutes on that too, like just trying to figure everything out because not everything is super obvious, right? It's not like, oh yeah, this person's sitting next to this person or this person or this person is sitting next to a person that's holding this, right? And then like you have to like do like a little bit one of those like you have to think like like kind of like double meta or triple meta like mindset of like you have to think of okay well if this sentence said this and then this sentence said that then at the bottom of the paragraph i was like i have to like put link all those things together and it was just it was so frustrating because i wanted to figure this out and you know why did you want to figure it out because it's something if you solved it yeah and apparently um when, when i try to look up for the answers like apparently the 
the the word like the the phrasing on this thing is different every, on every playthrough so like everybody gets gets something unique and that real and i was like oh shit like this is hell uh like i have to like i literally had to figure this out on, on my own kind of thing like there was no answers online oh cause, yeah because it's different for everybody gotcha yeah or yeah even if you were to like if i had to like restart the game from the beginning like it will give me a different different one but i mean did you actually earn anything for solving the puzzle yeah apparently it's a shortcut oh okay to to like near the end of the level <laughs> and this this is like near the beginning of the level yeah that might be worth it then <laughs> i was like saying dude this i spent like <clears throat> almost a little over an hour trying to figure this out and yeah so yeah i uh i got to that point um what do you call it Death Stranding came out, and I opened that up just to check on the, all the, uh, just to check on all the options and graphical settings, and you know I just messed around with that. I never actually played the game yet, so I, uh, I'm gonna play that after Dishonored 2. I'm gonna hold off on Dishonored: Death of the Outsider as, uh, after I finish Dishonored 2. And what else did what did I play? Oh yeah, I played a lot of Valorant and. Uh, so far, I have almost f like three hours of clipped footage that I made locally, you know, using the OBS replay function, uh, re uh, replay buffer thing. And like, I've been doing a lot of editing and just trying to like cut out the parts and then try to see if I can make, make, you know, certain scenes interesting and stuff like that. Instead of it just being like a, you know, like rearrange and cut, cut down certain parts type of thing and I want to see if I can apply music that fits with what's going on and see if I can put in uh put some comedy in there you know like those meme -y type of things that the that people on YouTube do, does sure yeah so I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that figure out that how to do all that and God, I, I'm pretty sure I played an, another thing let me look at me see I guess not. Oh yeah, I bought I bought um Super Seducer one and two, and then I wanted uh, I wanted to see like if there's anything uh, if I can make make something out of that. I know what the first mission is like because I've seen too many people play it, but uh, but I want to see what the rest is gonna be like. And I also played Developer Land. <laughs> I also what, played the Devolverland Expo, like okay. before last week. Yeah, yeah, I downloaded and that. It. Was I interesting. Tried it. What was it? How was? Well, what was it like? I mean, uh, like I thought it was like a horror game, and at first it was kind of scary because the first thing that they give, uh, like that you had to walk through, was um, they call it the in, in, that tentacle game. What was it called? Like. Um, the tentacle game yeah the monster tentacle game uh that that's like metroidvania-esque carrion carrion yeah, yeah yeah carrion and like one of the robots got snagged by by the by, by the carrion thing so i, I uh, like like that scared the shit out of me i was like thinking am i am i allowed to like go closer to this thing and stuff like that 
and not only that, not only that, like you know, the expo hall is like filled with like robots that's trying to like you know that like security robots that you have to like dodge and like stun and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I remember Zeljic saying about it. I didn't realize there was like monsters and stuff like that, in it. but it's not actually scary, right? You just kind of didn't know it was coming. Yeah, I didn't know that was. I mean, <laughs> it was the first thing that you see um, after entering the expo hall. And then you realize it's a Devolver game, so it's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they made it kind of sc- uh, sc- uh, creepy, though. How was it in terms of, like, being a marketing tool? It's okay. I mean, it, I, I'll say it like, feels different. I feel like it can grow. I feel like it can grow. I think this is, like, a starting point. It's, like, one of those baseline type of thing. Did you get to the demos? There's no game demos. There's no there there were no demos. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Just, not demos, the gameplay videos. Yeah, I mean, like you, you pretty much have to watch it, and then like, um, it gives you like, it gives you, I think achievement. If I if I remember correctly, it's like achievements or like it says you you won this, and then like there was like an end boss that you have to defeat too. Like with the with the with the gear that you get from the expo hall, like there was this. Um, like this huge like monitor, uh, like multiple monitor boss, and then like it throws like bombs at you, and you have to like shoot it back, at, shoot back at it and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, Sounds I mean you can okay. probably beat it in like th- like thirty minutes if yeah, you just want to skip the yeah if you want to skip through the 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 trailers. I mean you have to watch like at least fifteen seconds of the trailer before you are able to like get out of it. Because there's no way out once you start watching it. Gotcha. And yeah, that was my week. Oh yeah, I also uh, I also watched the the Ubisoft thing too, and I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but other than that, that's all I did. Cool. And before we continue, what should uh, our uh, listeners be doing, Sharpie? Yeah, what should what should our listeners be doing? Yeah, Sharpie, what should our, should our listeners be doing? Remember to like, like, favorite, subscribe, and all that other good stuff with the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And also leave a feedback notice on Apple Podcasts because it helps out a lot. Oh Five yeah, stars, I forgot about that. Apple I don't podcasts. know. I, I don't know too much about a- a- Apple Podcasts, so I, I, because I never use it. <laughs> but other than that. Maybe I should look into it. Anyways, um, let's see. What should our first news be? Oh yeah, so did you hear? Did you see the BAFTA like thing? Well, um, I no. I looked at the PDF like briefly, but um, what is the BAFTA thing? Uh, there's a couple of um awards that either got added or edited. I think this is what this PDF is. Yeah, and it going says for. you have to meet these requirements, like the the lead character and then all unplayable characters. The entire cast has to fall into this category: a fifty fifty gender balance, twenty percent belongs to an underrepresented ethnic group, ten percent LGBTQ plus, seven percent deaf and disabled people, and significant amount of characters featuring regionally regional diversity. Significant amount of characters are from a lower socioeconomic background to be qualified to the award. So uh, to note about this is that um, with what this BAFTA PDF is saying, 
or uh, in-game representation themes and narratives, which is standard A, you have to meet three of these criteria, and there are a total of six. In standard B, creative leadership and development team, you need to meet two of these requirements out of four. In standard C, industry access and opportunities, you have to meet two out of the five requirements and so on and so forth like there's a, there's a okay actually there's a standard d player-based development there it uh you have to meet two out of the four so it, it's not just like you have to meet all of these requirements it's like no you have to kind of like you know you for uh, documentation you need one photo id and then a different type of uh, uh identification under these lists and it's just you know it's one of those yeah, and then they're getting a lot of flack for this because it's like, okay, so you basically want us to make a game on based on your category. Well, I, I want to make an action game. Can it win a fighting game uh, uh, award? No. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it, yeah, I don't hate the... I mean... Like, let's say there there's, like, a game that's, like, full of guy characters only, and then it's, like, a very man game, or if it's, like, a very, like, you know, a bunch of only, like, mostly female characters and all that, like... They're obviously like, not okay, they're striving not gonna... for the BAFTA award, then. Like, <laughs> it, it that's, like, they're trying to just make a game. Yeah. Uh, it, how many studios are actually striving to win a BAFTA award, though? You know, yeah, I, I don't know. Ask, is that a thing? Apparently, I don't see why I, I don't see why this is like a big deal. Like if you want to, if you actually want to go for this sort of thing, like with a idea in mind, as far as for like a quote project, then yeah, go for it. But otherwise, like just all of the, I, I want to say like right here, the just in a one alone, like you just described. 50-50 gender balance, 20% belonging to an underrepresented ethnic group, 10% of it in LGBTQ+, 7% of them, I don't know why it says D slash deaf, I don't know this, uh, um, what, what that specifically means, um, D slash deaf and disabled, significant amount of characters featuring regional diversity, significant amount of characters are from a lower social socioeconomic background. You should explain where there are character where there are characters that are not frequently portrayed on screen and or how the game is offering non-stereotypical representation. Uh, am I the only one in the room that is just like, this creates a good sort of like, uh, background's not the, the right word, but a, a, a good forefront representation, like a sort of like positivity when it comes to like, you know, making so, sure. Let's say, let's say it's like a game like The Witcher. Okay, and um, The Witcher. Okay, so like the like this is how I see it, right? Like you know, I I saw a bunch of uh people like talking shit about The Witcher because there's like no like black people in that in that game or very little of it, right? Um. And then I was like thinking, it's like saying, but this is like a very Polish game, and Poland is mostly white, right? There's not a whole lot of black people there or Asian people there in, in that matter. And not, not only that, this is based off of a Polish um, folklore, 
right? And I was just, and then I was like, I was like, yeah. And then based on these folklore, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not really a lot of people, uh, a lot of other, uh, it's not a very diverse folklore. And it's like you're put, you're, if you're forcing, you know, their history or folk tale or their culture about this, like, is that, is that not like making their, like, it's not, isn't that making their, culture you're, you're like forcing a culture within their own culture that's what i was thinking so except you're not forcing it you just don't win the award right you, you just like, don't, don't win it is, is it supposed to be a thing to win one of, like a bafta award is that like are they thinking this is like the highest honor or something <laughs> yeah, well, i think it's like BAFTA, a british thing think... it's like i think it's, isn't it bafta like the british version of like the academy for video games, yeah, I think so. I I give them more weight than the than the regular video games awards that comes out in America. I give Baffa they. I will. I would rather have won an award from Baffa than versus like Jeff Kelly's video game awards because I guess there's more credibility in that in Baffa. I would say, and if they, I think it's they got to do what they got to do. If they feel like they need more diversity in their games, they they have, I mean, if they accompany, they can do that if they want to. You do realize that Death Stranding won BAFTA awards, right? And you still never played it? I don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Why we keep talking about it? Why we keep talking about it? <laughs> so, okay. So, Sharpie, like, you, you, uh, I want to... Um, in regards to The Witcher, um, it is very um, Germanic, uh, European. It's not it's not Polish folklore. I I want to say because a lot of it is just uh, like high fantasy, like what we read in like old in our, our storybooks, like King Arthur and stuff like that. It's it's very European, more like um, Wiccans and. Nordic stuff like that um but like I, I feel like that nobody should be really giving flack on the BAFTA awards for is this an ad of a group or is this a change of a category because this is something that I would like to know to be able to more further down my point <laughs> you know I think that I think uh, what people are mad about is like, or what well, I wouldn't say mad, but they're like, they're they're thinking like, okay, so basically you want us to make a game based on your criteria, not like, not not like the, not be creative, uh, have like a creative mindset, but instead we have to follow these guidelines. Oh, so they're mad that they have to follow a list of rules to be able to fall under, or to be able to win a, an award of one category and be like, no, I just want to make whatever fucking thing that I want and then, like, get an award for it and just because, like, some a whole bunch of, like, board members were like, yeah, this game's good. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, like, that's, that's, I think that's, I think of it like the... Um like the Oscars and the Academy Awards and stuff like that. It's like there definitely are going to be some people that, that cater specifically to winning it. That's, you know, and they go into it knowing that, but I just assume the majority of people <laughs> made whatever they wanted to make because the money, it's not like the money is in winning an award. 
the money is usually in like getting the sales. So it's like whether or not you win that award is great. Just like if you make a movie, whether or not you win an Oscar is great. But I don't think most people make their movie to win an Oscar. They just hope they might win one if they make it. I'm, I'm surprised there'd be like a bunch of backlash. What with people saying, oh, you, you want us to make the game you want? It's like, no, just don't. You just won't win this award. You might, you, maybe you'll win another one. Who knows if you qualify for another category that might work, or maybe you just don't qualify for any of them, but that's fine. The way that I see BAFTA awards, it like doesn't really change my opinion about like if a game is better or not. It's more that like, cause the sales speak, the sales, sorry, the sales speak for one thing. The reviews speak for another, the receiving of it from social media or the public is another. And then after all of that, if it says, Hey, this game won a BAFTA award. My only thought was, Oh, this game was artsy fartsy enough to win this award. That's all it says. Yeah, and that's why I was saying it's kind of, it sounds like it's kind of similar to the Oscars. It's like, oh, it's kind of artsy. You don't yeah. see, like, you're not going to probably see Call of Duty win a BAFTA award. But you might see, like, no. some small indie game that's talking about depression and dealing with <laughs> social issues and stuff. They might win one. It's just like, yeah, it's probably, like, very indie, very artsy fartsy. So, so yeah. it, BAFTA does have more than just, like, it, here's something for... Uh, like the story, here's something for characters, here's something for everything that is really representative of the arts. They have they have others that are for technical achievements. Um, and actually, uh, I believe... No, oh, okay. So um, Call of Duty was a, a runner-up, and Control, Metro, and Sekiro were part of like the nominations for technical achievement, which is just, I guess, is more of like an opinion based or whatever. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that what people are just mad about is that this is going to become like a standard of like that BAFTA is going to put up posters of if you want to be runners up for uh, an award, you have to meet all these criteria first before we look at it. And like I I guess setting the rules for being able to go fall under a category is like why some people are starting to raise voices. And I, I all of this is kind of like whatever. It's a whatever. I I I feel like that this is not gonna go anywhere whatsoever. Um and uh we're dealing with another of noise to signal ratio. We have people that are just extremely loud with their microphones, but like, who the who the fuck really cares? So in the end, uh, these awards shouldn't really matter. I think they uh, should matter to the developers, and that's kind of it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know too much about like developer awards. So like, it, does that like affect like their work or? Like, no, no. How much but I mean, it's paid? just nice to be like recognized for having done a good job. So I'm not saying it should matter. Like they should make their game specifically tailored to the idea of winning one. But if you win one, I could see why it wouldn't matter to the people who made the game. Cause so, it's like, oh yeah, somebody acknowledged that our game was fantastic, even though it might not actually winning that award. I mean, maybe it might bring money in, in the future. If they 
see that it's an award-winning game, then maybe they get more funding. Their team gets more funding for the next game or something. But I don't know. Uh, as I, far as us as an audience, I don't know why it would matter at all. I think, yeah. As an audience, I don't see why it would matter. However, I, I, I'm going to be on the opposite end of this noise that um, Sharpie saying that there is uh, a lot of or um, what people are why people are against it or something like that um, because already you see standard A in-game representation themes and narratives like okay so if, if, if a game actually wants to go for something like this like yeah put in representation but you can't just be like, oh, yeah, we got equal amounts of gender balance. Okay, but, like, what about, like, the rest of the entire world that's diverse? Like, it, it's not really an achievement if you're like, oh, we have an equal amount of, to on your game, you say that you have equal amounts of men and women. So, okay, what about look at the rest of the world like it's kind of like kind of opening the eyes of any developer that seems to want to go for this sort of thing if that's what they strive for so um but i don't know what it's like to be on in in a dev room and be like in thinking that this is what we're going for because <laughs> I find it hard to believe that any developer I'm I think I, I just went around in circles again. I don't I find it hard to believe that developers are like, yes, I want to win a BAFTA award for in-game representation and then scientifically go through what do I want to do for this shit? Like what do I have to do? So, yeah, uh, this is stupid. <laughs> Wait, oh uh, yeah. All right, let's see. Um God damn. Okay. Oh yeah. So, you know how Warframe was up, up for sale, and PlayStation. Oh, so basically, like I think PlayStation was trying to think about like getting it, but then like people were like trying to, or I should say Sony was trying to get it, and then like people were like kind of worried like it might fall into like a PlayStation like everything's gonna become like PlayStation exclusive and stuff like that from here on out and now Tencent is like thinking about buying them out um from what I recall about people's talking about the Warframe developers and the the company uh is that they have a smart head on their shoulders I don't I think that like whoever they're gonna like sell off this IP to that they're just gonna they're going to make the right decision. I don't I, I, at this point with Warframe, it's on PC and PlayStation. Is it even on Xbox? Uh, yes, yeah, so. it's on everything. Yeah. It, okay, cuz I know yeah. it was on the Switch. So at this point if anybody was like, "Well, what it's only going to be on PlayStation." She's like, "They're not going to revoke the fucking uh they're not going to like just stop support for PC Switch." And Xbox, especially not the Switch, since it just got put out on it. So, another one of those, like, yeah, no, don't worry. Like, if PlayStation was going to be one of the ones to actually, or it is the one to buy it, like, I'm sure they'll support it. I don't see how much further it's going to go since the original developers are not going to be a part of it. 
if this is exactly what the news is about. Um, however, uh, a, a side note, Warframe has been in development and has been in service for an extremely long time, and I'm sure the developers want to move on. <laughs> so, um, if I don't see that they're going to sell it to Tencent, unless they're that fucking greedy, which I don't believe they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just thinking about it. I was like, well, what would happen if it gave it to Tencent? It would just sit there and rot and die. Would it? Oh, well, I mean, uh, with the, like, pumping in of microtransactions, even more so than what Warframe already has. Oh, I only played Warframe for, not well, not a whole lot of Warframe. I only played, like, a good amount. So I, I don't know how much microtransactions there are in that game. Oh, yeah. The, it's, it's, I mean, think of it like Destiny. Essentially, you can grind, more so. it'll take you freaking forever to get anything done. So. It, it's it's because that a lot of the upgrades are times are time locked. So oh, okay. so like my first upgrade for anything uh, uh, in Warframe before like the tutorial of like here press upgrade and then we'll give you a free rush or whatever the fuck it is like a cell phone game. The first upgrade pass uh, like after that was you have to wait a day and a half. Oh, damn. <laughs> yes. It was weird. And I was like, why do I have to wait a day and a half for this shit? Like, real-time day and a half. It was weird. So it's like a mobile game. Almost. But on, pretty on much. a desktop. Or yeah. on an actual game. Pretty kind of much. It, kind of makes it perfect for Tencent, right? I guess so. Um, but, uh, yeah, Warframe's a time, time sink. That is. A I heard it was like Diablo. That's all I really heard. Like the the gameplay, really? loot grind, yeah. yes, yeah, it's like loot grinding, yeah. Oh, the yeah, loot grind, yeah. yes. Um, however, like the process of upgrading and stuff like that is a fucking nightmare. Um, and I, 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 it's not to like shame Warframe or anything like that. Like all around, people say that the game is fun. Um, but. Uh, and they offer like discounts on platinum, their uh, premium currency all the time in the game. Like I've I've actually been given several times. Here's 30 percent, 50 percent off your next platinum purchase or whatever the fuck. I, I get those constantly. So it's just like they they they're essentially like giving you free like micro transactions, essentially, for the most mm. part. Um, and, but this is digressing. I, I I don't think that um, the Warframe devs are gonna like sell to Tencent, because um, ultimately they're like it's the devs that are holding holding the prize to this. I guess if you can call it a prize, um, I mean Sony would be a good one to like hold on to it, and Sony has good third party devs. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, so Xbox Game Pass. I remember reading about this like a few days ago. Like they're adding uh the their X Cloud to X-Cloud, Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. That's hella I mean, that's good. Basically, it yes in like September. So 
it's going to be access to, well, I don't know if it's going to be at launch when they first uh, release the functionality, but it's supposed to be like a hundred games available that you can play on phones and tablets. That's so, so worth. I swear to God, like they, Microsoft did a great job of like turning, like, uh, turning their game pass service and in, in game pass ultimate into something that's totally worthwhile. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but like if you, if you're going to be playing like games, Xbox games, if that's what you want to play, it's totally worth it. Like, I mean, for me, for being Xbox being my console of choice, it's, it's good for me. It's, it's good for my pockets. Um, and I'm definitely, oh, they're going to, I can't wait for the, when it test version, the iOS devices in February. I can't wait for that. Um, <clears throat> so all I can do is like get me like if I'm traveling or something, I can bring my switch and my phone and with the controller setups that goes on the side. That's and the one I'll thing be that good. I'm curious about is like, well, how does the controller work? Well, usually with the Androids, they, they already making controllers that slap onto your Android phone and it works like a PlayStation, I mean, a Xbox controller for your, um, for it, your Android it device to the phone directly, you're mm -hmm. saying? Oh, okay. Because mm -hmm. I know, like, uh, yeah, this, or Bluetooth. That's what I was thinking, like Bluetooth. But like, I've, I think I tried. I saw something online on how to connect your PlayStation controller via Bluetooth, and I tried that, and I don't think it worked out for me. So, it might not still be like Ready rock for solid the iOS. quite yet. Yeah, not for the iOS, but yeah, fourteen ninety nine. That's 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 yeah, not like all those. Xbox it's games, a, PC games, and now it, games to play on. It's an phone. investment as a content creator yeah. who streams video games, who edit videos on YouTube. The fourteen ninety nine a month ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. I spend way, I spend way much on worser stuff than fourteen ninety nine a month on. You mean like Apple watches? <laughs> I love my Apple Watch. What are you to, talking about? I just never heard your review of it, so I just wanted, to, I just wanted to make the joke. I. For the record, my Apple Watch is <laughs> me and my Apple Watch is fine. I love that. I love it. I, I'm not gonna go with. I'm not. I just. I'm enjoying it. Gotcha. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Um, they people. I think this might be the next wave because I think with Microsoft, they're they're moving towards technology and services as they may stay versus hardware. Um. Yeah, the new Xbox is coming out, but we talking about like 10 years down the road. So this is what I think this is the base of what gaming is going to be in the future. That just you can play Candy Crush and you can play Halo Guardians 5 on your Android phone right now. People are doing that Would right you call now. people who play like mobile, uh, like like Candy Crush gamers? Yes. I would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you if you if you went on a tr uh, train and you just met somebody, it's like say, they say like, "Oh yeah, I play video games." What's your name on Candy Crush or whatever? If that, I mean, if I would have been, gonna, I would know. enlighten them on what uh, if Candy Crush is the only game that they play. I would enlighten them on what other games they can be able to play on their mobile device, and hopefully they'll be able to learn from that and maybe play something else other than Candy Crush. But I'm not gonna knock them for playing Candy Crush. I used to be like that. I used to be like that. I used to be like, girl, you play Candy Crush? Get out of my face. Don't don't be sending me no messages on Facebook talking about you need candy or and stuff. <laughs> you need candy and stuff so you can level up. And I'm like, and I have played it. I have played Candy Crush before. It is 
it's not it's it's repetitive to me so it's for them i wouldn't i wouldn't knock them because it's a it's a game that involves winning and losing so let them let them enjoy the games how they want to and i think with the ios it's a more accessible way to do it but my issue with that is i'm thinking about like single player games right now but what are they going to do for multiplayer aspects in the future? Can I play a Call of Duty game on my phone? I wouldn't, but I'm just saying. I mean, you can now. You have Call yeah, of Duty Mobile. Just be going up against Sharpie. Yeah. Is the only I feel problem. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's more of a game than like Candy Crush. Um. Uh, so, like, I guess, like, if somebody said, "Hey, like, I you play games too? I play Candy Crush." I'm like, "Oh, ah, so you like puzzle games? What other puzzle games do you like?" That way they can talk about other games besides Candy Crush because I have only yeah, played like, it when I've been in the hospital. <laughs> in a lot of ways, you could kind of make that same. If you're going to make that knock, you could even make it against like there's people who only play Call of Duty or people who only play Madden. Or it's like, is 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 it, I guess the question is, is it because it's like the platform you're playing it on? Or is it because it's like you feel like Call of Duty is more hardcore than Candy Crush or whatever? But It's it's entirely the platform. Like, yeah. that's the entire argument. It's like, oh, you only play is, phone is it, games? Is it just the platform? I don't know. That I, I'm, I'm just asking. I, right that's now. what I've been told, uh, that the argument was like, oh, like, I play games and they only play phone games. And I think the problem with that is, though, that I feel like for a long time I heard that exact same thing about people who play on PC. Meaning, like, actually, I've heard it both directions. Like, people who play on... It's the same argument, I guess, in the way where people are saying, oh, you only play PC games or you only play console games or whatever. To me, none it of them is, are really that valid. As long as it is the exact same games. thing. It is the console wars. Like, it's yeah. the, the exact same thing. So... It's like, you play games, you're a gamer. That's I'm cool with that. Yep. All right, now let's see. What is this? Google shows off a handful of Stadia exclus exclusives. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, T, you got, you got something to talk about now. They about write, the Stadia. write about exclusives, but like. <laughs> that's, that's T's territory right there. This is exclusive, but it says Takedo Shadow died twice right Well, sorry, here. that's what I was going to say. They were right to say a handful of. Um, a handful oh, is the oh, word. Oh, okay, handful. Okay. When, when yeah, I meant yeah. uh, when I thought like handful, like you know, a handful would be like a, just a small number of games. Therefore, this list is a small number of games. So yeah, I, I said like, it wrong. I meant to emphasize the handful because yeah, it's a whole list of games, but only some of them are like Stadia exclusives, like Super Bomberman R, which I'm actually kind of excited about. Y'all know what that is? <laughs> uh, uh, if it's just like the like arcade version of Super uh, Bomberman, then it's, yeah, it's it's a BR yeah, it's a yeah, it's a yeah, it's a battle royale. Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually, I'm actually but, isn't it like sixty it or sixty-four players or something like that? I forget. Yeah, it's something like that. Bomberman R Battle Royale. Oh, shoot. Ooh, you made see? connection, dude. Yeah. I'm not doing Super it. Super BR. <laughs> What'd you say, Lady Infamous? I said I'm not gonna do that, man. Look, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna. I already. I ain't gonna talk about no paperweights over here. You have the system. You should. I, I would love your input on how you what games that they came out with, and is there anything that people actually? Yeah, yeah. So like you've you've been on the road recently. Mm -hmm. Like, has your Stadia uh, subscription or device or whatever has has it gotten use on your road trips or your well, travels? I, mean, I told you like uh, back when I went to Austin, 
like the stadia was the only thing that I brought with me. And I ended up playing, um, this game thumper. I had mentioned in the past before in the podcast before. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This game thumper and a game called, uh, uh, what is it called? It was kind of like this sort of horror adventure game or whatever. Um, where you like shine lights on enemies or whatever. But it, and I remember mentioning it worked like really well. It's called guilt. It worked really well. Um, with my hotel Wi-Fi that I had and everything, there was like a little bit of hiccups or whatever. So I haven't really like, to be perfectly honest, I haven't really put that much effort into playing it since then. I've been really just kind of like grabbing every free game they give out. Um, just in anticipation of playing it at some point, like really, like the Epic game stores and the Twitch prime stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In that sense, I'm not blaming it on stadia as much as I'm blaming it on just like, bouncing all over the place or whatever to play different games and you know it's really i've been playing a lot of pc games is what it was um but i did end up getting i'll say that like i ended up getting for example like that remake of um panzer dragoon was free at one point which i'm definitely gonna play that on like on the stadia at some point and then there's like this i think there's this sort of moving out clone called get packed or something that i was gonna try um but like again like for me with the stadia to me it feels like it's a super slow launch in the sense that in the beginning <laughs> there's not much going on and it's slowly ramping up to a little bit more than not much going on but not a lot still not a lot much going on uh, but i think like it's probably going to be a long game type of thing where you it's maybe so i guess i guess you know what would be interesting is if they would ha- if they kind of establish their own market kind of like netflix where it's like in the beginning you're trying to compete with everybody else, but then you sort of branch off and all of a sudden you're just making your own stuff or like, you know, maybe at some point it's just going to be their a bunch own, of their, their own game games. studio type of thing. Or I mean, or even if it's just like they do deals where like you're making a game specifically for stadia and that's it. Just something where like they, they have their own library of content. Um, but I'll just say for now, yeah, not much going on in this, on the console. And especially with the, whenever they announce new stuff coming, it's like, yeah, I probably should have done better than that. Like <laughs> the list is not that great. Um, um, so, uh, as far as for this article, um, I'm not sure if both of these are going to be exclusives. Um, Orcs must die three and then outcasters. Um, uh, but then the uh, other oh, thing, no outcasters. outcasters. Uh, it, if you go to that list. article, it is the exact picture. Um, it is a up to eight players, colorful competitive online multiplayer game featured a stylized vinyl aesthetic. Up to eight players can duke it out in this top-down shooter, and players can put some extra spin on their attacks. That is the only thing that this article says from Game Informer. Um, but uh, they Google also announced that they're working with Harmonix, Upper Uppercut Games, um, who made Epic, e- and that's spelled E P O C H, um, and Submerged. Uh, Submerged was a good one, uh, and Supermassive Games that made Until Dawn in the Dark Pictures anthology. Yeah. So, I think I think one kind of hurdle they have to overcome with, like when I see that, the first thing I think is. Um... Are they trying to like do a deal so that, um, you know, a man of Madon or I forget what the second one is called that those type of those games from, um, dark, like the dark pictures anthology, are they going to come to stadia? And I think one of the things that I've been noticing is like, 
just having the same games as everybody else probably isn't going to do it for you. No. Like, cause especially if you're not getting them at the same time as everybody else, because people are already comfortable with their steam and their Xbox and their PlayStation four and their switch and stuff like that. It's like, what's going to make you say specifically buy it on stadia. Cause they say they cost it's still full price when you're on stadia to buy the game. So it's like, I don't know, maybe, you know what, you know what I think would do, bode well for them is to like do a, just do a subscription based service. It's like all the games we got on here, you got them for like, I don't know, however much per month. Yeah. Then I might be more, I might be apt to say, oh, well, you know, Dark Pictures just came out and I have a Stadia membership. Then I'll play it on there versus like playing it on, uh, you know, buying it on Steam or something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Then I don't feel like they're making, they're, I'm sure they're making some moves, but based on this list, I don't feel like they're making any crazy significant moves in terms of bringing games to the, to the system. No, not really. Yeah. One other thing I would just say is like, I think at this point, I hope I would, I think they should probably not put so much emphasis on like, these are all these really cool multiplayer experiences that you can get because honestly, like I'm like, I don't know anybody besides me that owns a stadia. So am I really going on there for like, to play multiplayer games unless I'm going on to play with randos or something like that. I'm okay. I'm okay with Bomberman R cause those, you know, Tetris attack Bomberman R those BR types of games. It's like, you're really playing with random people anyway, but if it's like, Oh, it's an eight player co-op thing or, or eight player, like thing that you're expecting to play with a bunch of friends. It's like, I don't have a bunch of friends that have a stadium and I probably won't for a while until you make the package a little bit more attractive. I, th- well, I think, for like two months, I had Stadia that I was allowed to play on the browser. Yeah, yeah, like I think it was earlier free, this like year. during the whole outbreak or whatever. Yeah, at some point, yeah. I think I was like, we were even allowed to play on the on the Chrome browser. Yeah, I don't know if he's if it still is now, but I can I can look that no, up. No, it's not because that yeah. it was they they didn't charge me my like. There's like a monthly membership fee too. They didn't charge me that for those like two months or whatever. And they started charging me again, so I'm pretty sure it's not. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, look. Uncharted movie might actually become a thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I'm 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 kind of optimistic about this because I have never played the Uncharted series, and I don't think I'm gonna be able. I don't think I'm gonna feel like playing them, so the movie will be good. Really? I think if even if you were to play it now, I think it still holds its holds a really good ground. I second that. Someone oh, said great. that. It's a great series. Someone yeah. someone said that about Final Fantasy VII, but here we are, right? Did you finish it? No. Oh wait, <laughs> wait a minute! You just said like the other week that like you wanted to get back into Final Fantasy VII, the original. See what 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 happened was this week was Uh-oh. I finished <laughs> I finished The Last of Us Two on. Wednesday? No, on Tuesday. And then I then I had my editing day on Wednesday and then Thursday was Ghost of Tsushima. So I didn't really get into it. Right, but the feeling is still there. Like you still Yeah, it is. But it's it's a lot of work though. And sometimes those type of games is a lot of work. Um But it that doesn't comment on it still holding up or not. If you ask me if Final Fantasy Seven OG version is holding 
graphically does are we talking about graphically no, holding no, up? Sure. No. No. Oh, oh, okay okay hold okay on. like because it's still fun to play you like it, you were having fun playing it is that that's what i was i thought you were getting at i i i am having fun with the game but it's a lot Okay, you know lady, I mean? 93 hours in Rim World talking about it's a lot of work. <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? I, let me go to my um, let me go to my Steam and see how many hours I played on Final Fantasy. How many do you think you're up to? I feel like it's like rate, a 40-something hour game, right? I played 41 hours. Oh, I'm well, on this too. You're probably pretty deep into it at this point then. Yeah, I, I can't. Far, but. It's not like uninstalled or anything like that. It's just there. I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's not trust me because i was looking at the games that I, that I have and it's like man i'm not playing this shit let me uninstall it yeah. safe on this space but with uh uncharted sony it's a big budget studio so i want to see what they do with it you know what i mean i, I can it's, it's nothing wrong with trying something just to see what it is versus you know, so, so here's my right. counter argument to you real quick. You t- you tell I don't know what your opinion is, so you could just tell me what your opinion is on these, but so you said like you haven't played the Uncharted games. Yeah. Um, so you have hope so you think the movie might be good because you've heard they're good. No, I heard the no, I want to watch the movie to see the actual story of Uncharted. Yeah. So the question would be Do you feel like any of the other movies would have held up to that same standard? Meaning, like, you've never played Assassin's, not Assassin's Creed, you never played, um, uh, was it Prince of Persia? Or never played Assassin's Creed, or never played, like, Resident Evil. Let's Damn. go anything but the first wait, one. Okay, like, wait I, a minute. I like Resident Evil. The first, e- one, but, or the first ha- Resident Evil. Okay. <laughs> or House, uh, House of the Dead, is it called? I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that game was, that movie was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I, I, I mean, okay, yeah, if, ahead, track record wise, movies of games that get transitioned into movies don't end up going good at all. Uh, that's the track record with video with games transitioning to movies. But I'm still gonna like. I'm not gonna pay like the full theater price. I'm gonna wait till it get digital, and then I'm gonna watch it. You know, like I would. And I'm just as, if I don't like it, I can stop watching it. You know, but I'm gonna try. And I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna dip my toe in it, you know. And if the movie good, it might entice me to be like, man, you know what? This movie might be fire. Oh man, this movie was so fire. Let me go buy the Nathan uh, Drake collection. You know what I mean? I'm so, just. I'm gonna let you know because you said that like. Because w- what was it? It was like the games holding up or not having time to play those games. Real question. Me, oh, oh, real question. No, for me, I one of the that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Okay, I'm so, guessing the movie won't cover all like four it, of them. Though. It'll probably like cover five. only the first one. Yeah, um, really. I'm In pretty fact, damn might not sure. even cover any of the games at all. Wait, what? That's bullshit. It could. What if it's like? What if it's based off of like a different adventure? I mean, it's got, it, it could be like Tomb Raider. I don't think Tomb Raider was based off of any of them, right? I don't not think to so. My not to my knowledge. Yes, take the so, character and put him in an adventure. I'm so lady, I'm going to let you know now. Even though that it takes us longer to beat games sometimes, the Nathan Drake collection is under 30 hours. Wait a minute. 
The whole game, the election, under 30 hours? One through three. One three, by the way. No, come on. No. I'm not. Yeah, it's I'm really, yeah, it's pretty short. They're short games. Oh, can I tell you something else, Lady Infamous? Um, that I'm 99% sure this is the case. If you've been keeping up with PS Plus, I'm pretty sure you have it. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty think sure so. the, the Nathan I don't Drake collection so. was free like sometime last year. You know, I, you know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have it. I'm, and then okay. out of all these games, Uncharted 4 is longer than any one of those single games, but it's because there's more cutscene to them. Yeah, you're there's, watching there's, more. Definitely. There's a little. There's you're watching a little bit more, and there's a a little bit more of like uh, set pieces that you're going around instead of like actually like interacting with shit. So like, it, just those three games alone, I will say that one and two are actually one and three are really really good. Two kind of feels different, but it, like they're all really good games. I I. I would say that for somebody that owns a PlayStation, they're kind of missing out on Uncharted yeah, I series. I think it's more of like the experience because there's a lot of like holy shit moments in in the Uncharted games. It's like, you know, when you're like grabbing onto something like and then like it breaks, but then you try to grab onto another thing as it, as you're falling down. It's like there's a whole lot of that and you feel it when you're playing the game. Yeah, uh, they they do the the movie thing really well for it. Um, I would actually say that this is these are types of games where um, if for any any person, any regular person, they if they're like, oh, man, like I liked Indiana Jones, they go to their living room and they have their stereo system. Like, I don't think that like most people have this, but like they they're they're their studio, their station where like they watch movies they go to this same station where they watch movies with their sound system and stuff like that, and they play Uncharted. It's the same exact experience. Yeah, it's really, yeah. Uh, uh, like, I remember when 2 came out, and I was like, oh, man, this beginning scene is just <laughs> incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would definitely be like, <clears throat> I think that would be a perfect example of a game where you probably should play it first because that'll probably enhance your appreciation when you see the movie, especially if the movie's good. Like, it's, yeah. to me, the you know other who, around, you know you who, who, who promoted Unchart Uncharted, uh, the game in Japan? Who? Harrison Ford. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, huh. he was in the he was in the commercials for Uncharted. <laughs> That's like, pretty cool. Comparing like Nathan Drake to Indiana Jones or something. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing a commercial when I was there. I was like saying, "Oh shit, it's Harrison Ford playing Uncharted." Interesting. Oh, he was actually playing the game in the promotion. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okie dokie, Mr. Jones. Internet. Sorry, what was that, Zeldrick? Okie dokie, yeah. Mr. Jones. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I don't have high hopes for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't I either. Good, don't the thing the thing is is that like th what this news is because we didn't actually say the news. The title is that they finally started filming the the yeah, movie. It's actually in is being it's in production now. Yeah. Right. So, I in the grand scheme of things, when any whenever any movie goes through some sort of like production hell. Um, usually 
to you're gonna have to correct me on this usually it's a combination of both filming and planning however this is more of we've been trying to write and plan and cast and all of this stuff for this movie before we even start filming and it's just gone through so many hoops just to do it and i feel like that if it's starting to uh actually film that whoever is now on the production who is it who's actually doing the directing this movie um like i feel like that they would go be going through all this or everybody on the team would just be like like they they're settled they think they have it right and then now they're filming it to hopefully not switch hands or you know have to redo shit <laughs> which they're going to every film um goes through like refilming stuff all the time um yeah so like I won't say that like it's going to be complete trash because one, it's a video game movie, but also the major point of it being that it's gone through production hell. I kind of have a little bit of hope for it because they haven't even started filming it. <laughs> so now that they've started filming it, I think that they have like a ground. Yeah, they have ground to start filming it. They're they ha- there's confidence or oh yeah in all likelihood you'll actually see this movie come at some point right yeah so it's it's either they have confidence that they can start filming it or somebody f- said fuck it let's just start filming it which is not a good sign Did anybody notice that it's maybe i'm just i'm the only one that didn't realize that this was the case but did anybody notice that they said that like tom holland's in it is he supposed to be nathan drake yes oh i don't know <laughs> I didn't know that either. Does that sound, does he seem like Nathan Drake to you? No. Uh, yeah, actually. Well, I mean, like, like he seems too young uh, for Nathan type, Drake to me. Well, I mean, like the type of like voice that he puts, yeah, personality and all that. I think yeah. like he'll he'll it fits him pretty well. But I, I don't know. Nathan Drake to me seems like adult. The adult. It's the same personality, but like Tom Holland seems like the kid version of it. Whereas or Nathan at least Drake a teenage version, version of it. it. Yeah, that's what I mean, the teenage version, yeah. But Nathan Drake is more the adult version of it. Like a Ryan Reynolds might, not, not that he would be good in this role, but Ryan Reynolds is kind of like that similar sort of thing of like that personality, but the adult version. I don't yeah. know. That might, be, that might be a hard sell for me. Maybe it's only because yeah. I've only seen him in the role of a teenager. I don't know. This is putting it in perspective. For all um, we know, it could be t- like, you know, Nathan Drake, like... As a teenager, as, as a teenager, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Zeldrick? Um, it, this is something that I do need to. <laughs> okay, hold on. Do you guys know how old Nathan Drake is? He's in his thirties, uh, right? I bet he's like twenty six, twenty five. Nathan Drake was born in the year of nineteen seventy six. Tell me. Okay, so that makes sense. I, I just uh, guessed because I was like, watch them make him way younger than he looks. That way, that makes a lot more sense. It makes sense, but Tom Holland's is 24 years old. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I mean. He doesn't, I don't know. So we're probably, I, I don't see this being like, oh, it's Drake's fortune. I don't think it's going to be the first game. No, no, probably not. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
I have a feeling it's gonna be another one of those ones where it's like y'all just put Nathan, y'all just put um Uncharted's name on this movie. Like it's it didn't even really feel like an Uncharted movie. I have a feeling it's gonna be like that. Like it didn't it could have been another movie without the name Uncharted is what I mean to say. Right. Well so that happens a lot in video games. Um Did you guys get the Crisis Enhanced Edition? No. We didn't yeah, get it. Apparently, get apparently it, it's, it was like free to download at like mod DB. Oh, no. Oh, like as a mod, no. Uh, it says Crisis Enhanced Edition is now available free for download. And then I, I, I saw this on M4G and I was like, oh, shoot, really? And then. In fact, I think this is the official one. Because it was released July fifteenth on Mod DB, so, huh? So got, wait, what? How could that be an official one? I don't know. It 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 seems like it got a lot of heat. Uh, like a lot of heat from. I bet you somebody released one that looks better than the remastered version. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was maximum a clip. Maximum water, maximum particles, maximum lighting. Yeah. This is a mod. This That's is a mod. mod. It's just a mod. It's better than the remake. <laughs> You talking about mods now? <laughs> we can talk about mods. I like oh, how yeah, with your RimWorld mods. <laughs> oh man, I got camera plus. I got hospitality. Run and gun. Run and gun. <laughs> yes, I do. So I I, I uh, skipped through this video on one point, and it's just the camera staring right at, at your feet at a rock. And I was like, yes, this is the gameplay that I wanted. <laughs> um, but there is footage uh, that was uh, shown. It was like a three-second clip of Crisis um, Remastered that's on the Switch. Um, unfortunately, it was on Twitter, so it was compressed to all fucking hell, so I actually don't know what it looks like still. Um, however, uh, this crisis enhanced edition, uh, yeah, people, if you, if you really wanted to play crisis and you were thinking, Hey, I'm going to get crisis remastered, just buy crisis one, download this mod, like just do that. Cause fucking this mod makes it look fucking amazing. Considering you have a PC. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you're SOL if you have a console. Ooh, learn some new stuff. Can I bring up something real quick? It's, it's of kinda course. Like a, it's kind of like a news bite. <laughs> it's actually kind of interesting. Um, so number one, y'all remember Microsoft Flight Simulator, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Comes out August 18th, which is great. Uh, one thing worth note is apparently that's also going to be on Xbox Game Pass. So you know, got for PC. Nice. So, so I can travel, but not really travel, What's man. That? So traveling, but not really traveling. Oh, be great now. <laughs> that fucking that game's a fucking tease. I'm good. I don't want to touch it. I'm salty. Yes, let yes, I'm salty. I don't want to play no flight simulators. I want to take flights. <laughs> no, well, not no, only that, like I think, it, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and also you have to know how an air, how to work an airplane. <laughs> man, look, I play GTA. It, I play GTA. We can fly. We got it. <laughs> like you have to know like what all these switches do, and you have they to got a tutorial. A... That's what tutorials are for, Sharpie. I know they no, got no, one. I'm talking about he's like talking flight, about flight simulator. simulator. 
They got tutorials, Sharpie. I don't know, yeah. I don't know man. <laughs> it seems like there's no tutorial. Like a lot of these, a lot of these um, simulator games don't really have tutorials, especially like realistic ones. Uh, yeah, I've never tried to fly simulator. I don't know if they how. In well, we can always watch Pete like play it. Yeah, yeah, but he knows how to fly. He's a freaking pilot. He, he, he knows how to fly. He's a pilot. I'm sure he ain't <laughs> take the tutorial. <laughs> that would look ridiculous. That's a cheat code right there, you know? Um, you but yeah, so it comes out on the 18th. But like the thing that was just interesting is that they're... Um, so the number one is 90 gigabytes, I think it is, for the game. Oh, no. It's oh, not, still less. how many gigabytes. Oh, if it's 90 gig, that's still less than Call of Duty. Yeah, right? <laughs> Call of Duty, is, uh, Call of Duty is, has officially peaked. Like it's over 250 gigs. Well, I mean, that's that built up to that over time though, right? Yeah, yep. and not yeah. only that, like the PC version, you have to download the whole thing, even if you only play Warzone. Man, I'm not playing that shit on PC anyway. That's the Call of Duty Live. You better, you better preserve them gigabytes. There's some games that's gonna be big, and yeah, that's that's actually the point of this article, <laughs> dude. This, so they actually decided to do a physical edition of it. Um, how many discs do you think it is? If you had to guess. Five, three. Uh, uh, wait for for flight sim. Yeah. Discs. Yeah, because they're doing a they're doing a physical version, which you know is obviously going to help if you don't have a amazing internet connection or whatever. But and you said, or oh, okay, Ugh. I mean, <laughs> I'm probably gonna say one. Because oh, okay. yeah. chances are, like, they're, it's probably going to be, like, here's a physical copy. Here's a code inside this box. No, no. It's literally for people who aren't going to be downloading it because they don't have it. Oh. They don't have, like, I'm the, probably, you know, take forever. Okay. I still say one because, okay, you know, yeah, Blu-ray discs are, like, $50 on a dual-layer one. You're close. They, they just, they're putting it on DVDs. <laughs> what? Double-sided DVDs, and there will be 10 of them. <laughs> nah, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shit. Nah, yeah, no, thank you. The box is going to be a, like a That's a whole style. lot of disc swapping. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess once you install it, you're good. It has, You actually still need a connection to the Internet because, number one, I guess, um, keeping the world like up to date and everything is actually going to require internet connection. So like as soon after you finish installing it, um, it auto updates immediately before you can even play it. But it's still like, it's like 90 gigs of data. So, well, not I, only that, I you have to it. also talk with, um, you also have to talk with, um, like, uh, the people who was playing as air traffic control. Oh, there's people who can play as air traffic controllers. It I seems like that. it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember playing like, like when I watched Pete play, like he he's like talking to air traffic, and then he's like, when is it? it like they give him like a permission to like like take off and stuff like that. But did you hear like actual voices when he was talking to him? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, that's pretty cool. Actually, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't know if it if it was just role playing, but it sounded real. Eh, I I, <laughs> I would I would actually chop it to um role play. Probably, I don't, yeah. I don't think that the uh, um, flight simulator that we ha that's out now um, has an online functionality. No, I, I think it does because, like, um, I remember him saying, like, like the weather and all that, it's real. Like, it, it happens in real time. Well, I think he's saying more, like, online multiplayer, not necessarily, like, online connectivity oh. and updating and stuff like that. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah and then yeah i remember like he was he had to land on like slippery ice icy rain and then he and then like it he, he was trying to like land and then like he it skid, skidded the plane it looked hella funny <laughs> since it's on game pass I'm, I'm definitely trying it now oh yeah you're gonna download like. like like 300 gigs yeah he what? has gigabit i know yeah, but I'm then good. it's more like storage oh yeah you're talking about <laughs> yeah got you well i mean i don't know i'm gonna try it I, I probably won't you know i since i know it's a simulator i'm not gonna necessarily stick with it but just based on, I kind of want to see what it looks like. Watch it become your go go to game. It's it like absolutely saying, will not. <laughs> <laughs> Legit flying places. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that was it. That was the story. It's just it was interesting. Number one, it's interesting that they put them on double sided DVDs. But number two, it's just like ten of that's them. The state of things now, where it's like if you want to get the physical copy of it, this game you need ten discs. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, uh, I actually have a passing thing because we did talk about Uncharted. Constantine Films is good, is uh, looking into a Just Cause movie adaptation. I don't know much about Just Cause other than it's like a crazy, crazy open world game. Um, it, it it's a um, re- <sighs> the, the a resistance. It's a resistance in um uh central america yeah um and stuff like that so I, it they could do a series on that but um to let you know <laughs> i know uh you can't really say much about like oh like studios or whatever um but uh <laughs> what i'm seeing on this list of what they've ma- uh what this production team has made or i guess the uh, studio they're making a contra movie um and they also that has nothing to do with this, the game. <laughs> I'm sure. It's like I don't even uh, know what you take from the story of Contra. Um, and uh, Monster Hunter. That's what? Uh, yeah, yeah, they really? They're doing Monster Hunter. Like, well, like we we already know <laughs> the Monster Hunter movie has been a thing of news for a while, but like it's more about like because this is the same um studio um. Uh, production company that has done the Monster Hunter movie, uh, like now the Monster Hunter movie, but the Resident Evil movies, the Paranormal Activity movies, um, like a, a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of stuff that a lot of people would call crap. <laughs> um, sure. It's um, not like legendary films, right? Where they no. make pretty good ones, <laughs> pretty good um, video game movies. If only. Um, but. Uh, Secured a director in uh, Mike Dow's, who pro- previously shot heavy metal mockumentary Fubar, um, and then uh, some episodes for Future Man and Preacher. Actually, Preacher was, I've heard was a really good one. I've heard Preacher was good too. Yeah. Um, Dow's joins writer Derek Kolstad, who whose work penning the jo- John Wick movies. So. I have, you know what? I have more hope in this than I do in the Uncharted movie. <laughs> Um, well, it, well, I don't think the director has final say. It's usually no, no, the produ- no. uh, producers that has final say. I know, but like you also have like because I feel like that with the Uncharted movie because it's been handed off to several directors before it started filming, and I think at the same exact time, writing teams too. Yeah. So like, 
just these two alone, I would actually say because just because the the writer, the writer for the John Wick movies, like this could be really, especially since for Just Cause, because anything that you've seen of Just Cause is just fucking action packed all the time. That is the entire game. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna see somebody like jump out of the plane, parachute down onto another plane, and then kill the guy while on top of the plane get into the plane as he flies into like a, a camp and jumps out again to parachute up upwards into another plane you know stuff like that right hook yep. a cow to a rocket <laughs> it would be crazy um but yeah that's all i wanted to mention uh Oh, there's another thing here that you posted. Uh, Tony Hawk said he wants to bring Pro Skater 3 and 4 back to life. Yes, but... Um, I never played 3 or 4, so I, I don't know anything about it. I think I tried 3, and I it's not that I wasn't impressed about it. It was just more like, eh, okay. Uh, it, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, now I'm getting the same thing with 3. Um, I don't remember how like good the stages were at all, um, but then the rest of this title is work on a new direction for the series. So, like, if for everybody else, and like I, I think we all know, we had Pro, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, 2, 3, 4, obviously, but then, like, once it hit, I, th I think it, once it hit 5, and then um, American Wasteland, which American Wasteland was good for what it was, and then there was Thug, which was bad, and then, um, from what I heard, I never played it, uh, and then, like, it's just been Rocky ever since. I would say Rocky ever since after 3, um, because I don't know anything about 4. Um, but... I think most people stopped at 3. Yeah, so the more of the point is that, like, Tony Hawk wants to is is trying to bring back like w what made these games good, and be uh, before like you know I maybe handing it off to people that just want to slap his name on something and him being like yeah just make it whatever the fuck. I mean, I see. I, I don't know. I don't know what the what the history of it of the production is, but more of like work on a new direction um, is really like where the title kind of sparks interest. Um, he says that this is just the start. With the baseline, we're hopefully going to be able to help remaster other titles, Pro Skater 3 and 4 even, and start to work on a new direction. That's ultimately the goal for me. Um, naturally, money talks, especially with Activision, so this project would have to sell before that happened. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. Like, it, It's more like skating games are coming back just because Tony Hawk says he wants to do them again. <laughs> yeah, and then I think, yeah, I remember, like, I, the whole skate thing just came out just out of nowhere. It's probably say, like, oh, Tony Hawk's coming back. Let's make skate. <laughs> well, I, I guess so. We don't have anything on skate anyways, so we'll see about that. Yeah. Um, Unreal Engine 5, uh, Nanite Tech. So what is this? Um talk so yeah they're basically they're saying like okay well it can, uh on on the ps5 it can run millions of high poly picks up up high poly polygons or high poly pretty much means polygons I, anyways basically it can run at 60 fps okay on the playstation uh, and huh. yeah and then basically you know the demo it was 
ran on 768 megabytes of RAM. That's it? That's extremely efficient. Um, let's see. Yeah, it, was, it was only 768? Yeah, megabytes of RAM. So we're, I'm about to like read a, a chunk out of this, um, and it's going to probably sound like a lot of jargon. Um, the most interesting thing discussed is Nanite, the new, uh, the new virtualized micro-polygon geometry system that essentially allows developers to import film-quality models and assets into games in real time. Um, and then a, uh, a quote from Epic's engineering guy. Um... The Lumen in the Land of Nanite demo ran at approximately 1440p and 30 frames per second, but apparently the PS5 could easily render most of it at 60. As we already learned, Nanite is not particularly taxing on hardware. The entire GPU rendering cost of the demo was about 4.5 milliseconds, which is about one-fourth the time frame budget at 30 frames per second, or one-eighth at 60. Um, so... Really, what this is just saying is that um, this is a huge step in what games will look like with uh, Unreal Engine 5. So, um, yeah, it's more it, like I think it, it came around efficiency. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> this is this is something that comes back to what we previously discussed. And I think we discussed this like when the when we watched this demo um when it first came out like will games keep looking better and like the 4k to 8k tvs and resolution and better looking and shit like that um the new nvidia graphics cars that are about to be officially announced and stuff like that it's will like will will we be getting better looking stuff will we be getting like like to we got to here then it's more lifelike then it's more lifelike then it's more detailed then it's more this that and then it keeps going forward it's like no we need to I, we were hitting that point with unreal engine 5 like and the, i'm gonna guess with the new nvidia graphics cards we're hitting a uh, a point of we can't keep pushing the bar for what something looks like for our video games or for our movies or anything like that. We have to work on the efficiency. And then after we get that down, we then move back to what stuff looks like and how stuff is rendered or uh, not how stuff is rendered, but like what it's going to look like with the rendering that we now have with the efficiency, how far we can push it. Yeah. And look what, look what it says right there. 768 megs of Ram. That's yeah. crazy. I think that's the we that's the wildest part about this because um, it's it's been a while for me, but it, for everybody, I think everybody needs to watch this demo again, um, watch or watch the video and then watch the uh, breakdown of it because the 768 megabytes of RAM I have 16 in my computer. A lot of people have more than gigs, that. You mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not sixteen megs of RAM. I said sixteen megs. I I heard in my head sixteen gigs. No, no, <laughs> well, no. Yeah, you just said you have sixteen. He said seven sixty-eight megs of RAM, and you said I have sixteen on my computer. Okay. So, yeah, that's all we're saying. It's like, okay. It's, yeah. I have sixteen gigs in my computer, and like, there are games that take up like. Four, six, 
8. Who do we appreciate? Be yeah. Stupid. Epic. <laughs> Unreal Engine 5. There we go. Um, I'm dumb. Uh, but yeah, this is amazing. Um... I'm not sure if I saw that uh, if, if if this is correct, but aren't they making like a Fallout uh, TV show or movie? Oh, they Amazon are. video. Yeah, there's gonna be 16 times the ads. Finally, I, who got ads? <laughs> I got Prime. Wait, is this something that they showed footage of? You already saw? No, it no, this, no. I didn't see the footage. It? I just oh. I read the article that says that it's gonna be um. They're 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 doing po they're like getting in the beginning phases of a Fallout story, so a Fallout uh, show on Amazon video. So I'm um, I'm with it. Is um, it supposed to be based on something like? I don't know. That's what I'm, I think. I, it's just based in the world. Just in the world. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't think it's gonna be based on. Gonna, yeah, I don't think they're gonna like follow like the story a story based on a video game. No. It's more like. I think with the Fallout universe, you can make any stories. Yeah, I think yeah, sure. it, yeah. It, yeah, I think it got broad enough that it could be anywhere. Kind of like Star Wars, which Disney just happened to just scrap most of it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think we're coming towards the end of the podcast. So it's all find out what everybody's going to be up to the rest of the week. Um, I'll start. So. Um, this week, I'm going to start tomorrow with uh, Monster Hunter World. Um, I'm going to be, be basically starting completely over from scratch um, and starting and actually like trying to learn sort of the intricacies of the game and stuff like that. That's what I'll be um, playing on Twitch. If people want to check me out, I'm on twitch.tv slash unsheathed P. And if you look for me on Unsheathed Productions on YouTube, I have some videos posted as well. So, um, the last couple of videos, I believe, this week come out for um, myself and Lady Infamous when we played um, Black Ops 3. He set me up, y'all. He This what happened. I looked at that. I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, you set me up. You set me up. <laughs> Look, okay. Up? Okay, oh, first of all. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. He set me up. He... I will start the kills and he will finish it. That's how you have more kills than me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Likely excuse. <laughs> I'm like, you, yo, I, you set me up. I'm good. I'm sorry. You can go back to what you were saying. All right. So the last two of those will be coming out. The, uh, and then the two videos for um, Hidden Folks and Mortal Shell will also be coming out like sometime this week. The other two are kind of on us. us. They'll have like premieres. They come on every three days, but those two will just be kind of like whenever the video's done, they'll be online. So, um, yeah, if people want to check me out, like I said, twitch.tv slash unsheathed P and then uh, unsheathed productions on YouTube and unsheathed P on Twitter. All right. For me, I am uh, to, uh, this week is going to be Ghost of Tsushima. It's going to be RimWorld. I got to put in some game time in my Nintendo Switch because it's looking at me like, you was crying on your birthday about getting me now. You ain't been playing me for months. What's up, girl? So I'm going to have to play some Nintendo games this week. And um, you can check me out at Lady underscore. I mean, Lady underscore Infamous 415. Um, and thank you for joining us this week. And I hope your week gets better.
Uh, I will be on Ghost of Tsushima this week. Um, I uh, I'm in the middle of um replanning out how my weeks go so that I have a more solid time frame for um uh when I'm streaming. And uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Mount Farm parties uh Thursdays and Saturdays. Um and uh it's not because uh Unsheath Productions wants to play Monster Hunter World, but I've been getting that yeah, Monster Hunter Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've been itching to get back into Monster Hunter World and um uh so um I may be streaming some of that. I'm not sure. But uh Do you I... all have uh Iceborne? Yes. No. Damn, I might no, be the only one that I'm, doesn't have. Like oh, I said, I'm okay. starting from scratch, so I'm, it's gonna take me a while, a while to get there anyway. Um, I can total, I can totally uh, start with like a new weapon set that I don't even have. So, like, there's a ton of weapons that like I haven't played with, and I don't mind just picking up a new weapon to play. Anyways, you can find me at Twitch.tv/Zeldrick and on Twitter at Zeldrick. All right. Cool. And you can find me at, well, I guess I haven't been streaming the past three weeks because my internet has been pretty shit during the times I want to stream. But it's twitch.tv slash jsharpie. And you can find, actually, I've been uploading my first Dishonored games on my YouTube channel, which is jsharpie live because like it's like an uncut version. So I want to put it on the live channel. So, or it's more, it's like more like VODs from my live stuff. Usually that's, that comes from Twitch, that usually gets exported from Twitch to YouTube directly. Uh, and you, you, so you can find it there. Uh, I have five channels, so you're gonna have to like go to my main channel if you, and then there's like, you know, the thing on the side that shows you all my other channels. And I'm gonna be playing Dishonored 2, more Valorant for sure, because it, it seems like pe more of my friends are getting more and more into it. And I will be possibly be playing Death Stranding. Uh, hopefully, my internet's actually good enough to actually start streaming it. So I'm surprised that game has like very little graphical options, but that's besides the point. But I guess that is it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please, 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 please like, favorite, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening to on. It only takes two seconds, maybe not even two seconds to do so, especially if you're on a mobile device. Just tap on that like button. If you got friends that like these diverse gaming conversations, share the podcast with your friends too. See you guys next week.